you're listening to a Mash Those Buttons podcast. Visit mashthosebuttons.com for a full podcast schedule. Welcome to another episode of Watchpoint Radio, Mash Those Buttons podcast dedicated to Overwatch and its community. I am Jared, also known as Ja, and I'm here with Bobby Schistler, also known as Blazing Bob. What's up, Ja? I am back, energized, and my old self again, not the dead dude I was last week after BlizzCon. Yeah, I have my energy back. <laughs> Very good to have the old Bob back. We're going to need it for tonight's show. Uh, this is episode number 82. We are recording on November 14th for release on November 15th. And not a lot of Overwatch news coming out. Uh, you know, we got a lot of news last week from BlizzCon. But this week, uh, we are going to be talking about one trick, a one trick tour band band. We're going to talk about the new Oversumo update. And we're going to talk about some proposed competitive changes that we found interesting. Among other things, before we get started with that, I'd like to welcome anybody who has listened to the show for the very first time. Thank you for checking out Watchpoint Radio. We know you have other great Overwatch podcasts that you could be listening to. Thanks for you know choosing to take time with us. Uh, we do talk about Overwatch news, competitive, and esports, but the main focus of the show is the community and the state of the game. So even when we do talk about those subjects, it generally revolves around the community and the state of the game. If you enjoy the show, you can follow us on Twitter at twitter.com slash watchpointradio, and you can join us on Discord at discord.me slash mash those buttons. And for anybody who is listening for the second, third time, 82nd time if you've been here for the for the duration thank you very much for coming back we always appreciate our listeners that come back and you know communicate with us on a regular basis so it's good to have you here as well no community feedback this week we're going to go ahead and talk about what we've been doing overwatch bob how has your week in overwatch been my week's been awesome uh it's been just really fun i started streaming I actually sat down. It took a lot less time than I thought it was going to take. Uh, the first time I tried to start streaming, I like got these guides. I downloaded every add-on extra crap. And then when I finally got it all set up, it was choppy. Stuff was wrong. Like It didn't. It just wasn't right. And then it kind of like burnt me out on trying to do it again. But this time, it went simple. Just put my green screen video up on there put a little mini me in the corner and that's me in the corner sorry uh and then put up the game it's me in the spot light losing my religion no yes I, yes i know i know this song bob <laughs> <laughs> i'm just saying why would you break into song I in the middle help of your it, explanation man. as soon as i start talking about something <laughs> the song comes to my head and i gotta do it uh-huh. so so yeah, I got that going. Did a five-hour stream Friday night with you, late night and early morning. We'll talk about that here in a second. When what have you been doing this week? Because we got to talk about your widow. 
Yeah. And then I did another <laughs> five-hour stream the next night, which started with uh, the Calvary Never Dies, the tar- the Totally Drunk and Slambo monthly tournament. I got to the top four, dude. Uh, it was a uh, it was a free for all tournament where they just would play around, cut out the the bottom man, play around, cut out the bottom man, play around. So got I got pretty far in that, and then I did some drunk shenanigan games after that, and then I streamed some of my solo games. Um, I also did my placements before I streamed on my main account. I went eight and two, placed twenty eight fifty after ending the season at twenty seven hundred. That was pretty cool. On my lobby account, I don't even know what I went. I think I went five and five and like placed at like twenty one hundred or something. Uh, and I'm currently, I was going to try and finish it today, but Mel had to record the cavalry. So I was going to try and do my last three games on my solo account. My solo account, I'm currently four. Uh, four, two, and one. Um, I streamed that yesterday. The most of the games, and so yeah, it's been a good time, man. I've had a really good time, and I really enjoy streaming. Like it just gives more people to play with. It's kind of weird. It's like it's like being on in you know like back in the day when we were kids, having your friends over. They're sitting on the couch. Everybody takes turns playing, but I just always have the turn. Yeah, <laughs> so it's like the best saying. of everything, you know. Yeah, I mean that's kind of the the deal, right? People like to watch other people play games. You know, when I was younger, I had a friend of mine who, I mean, he would like he played games himself, but then when he would come over, he would never, he would never play. He would just watch me play these single player games. Like he watched me play Prey, and he watched me play Metal Gear. That was me. But it was always people coming to my house playing my games, and I always felt like I'm just a host by nature. So I always wanted to let them play and not play. And they'd always be like, dude, do you want your turn? I'm like, no, dude, you're good. You're good. You know, and like I still am that to this day. If I have friends over, they try out one of my games. Like I literally just let them play the whole time and just watch. So I enjoy watching. I enjoy playing. I, I got you. Yeah, it's super, it's super cool. I plan to do it. I mean, at this point, I really plan to do it anytime I play Overwatch, uh, pretty much. Like, I plan to just, I, I'm not going to have a, a set streaming schedule, but I play quite a bit. So if I play, might be an hour, might be five, but I plan on just streaming. No, no, that's the way you got to do it. I actually am going to be streaming more to directly to this channel, though. I mean, now that we got the affiliate, it's like, well, Got to put that time in. Yeah, <laughs> you got to put the time I, uh, if you want those bits, right? I watched <laughs> you yesterday. Yeah, it was, it was awesome because I was cooking. I was cooking. I was cooking dinner, and I was just watching you. And I was shooting it up to the Chromecast from my phone, so I could watch you on the big TV while I was cooking. But then, if you talk to me, I could reach over to my phone and chat there. Like I love technology. I wish I was like twenty years younger right now. My life. Oh, my life would be awesome going forward. As long as I could keep Melissa. That's my only stipulation. If I go back in time, I need to keep Melissa. Well, of course. I mean, that's that makes a lot of sense. That's a good thing to say while your wife is watching the stream. That's <laughs> uh, true. I've thought about it a lot. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that I mean, has been on your mind. Like everybody says, you know, I'd love to be this age one more time and know what I know now. I'd love to be that, but I would not trade it if I had to trade away her. 
Because if I went back to before I met her to recreate, to like to recreate, you know, chemistry and the way you meet someone would be almost impossible. So it would be too much of a chance to take. Nice. Bob's getting laid tonight. All right, Bob. <laughs> I'm being truthful, man. You, I'm a no, straight, I'm I'm a straight shooter. I'll say the shit that's like sounds assholeish too. You know, like it's just it's just the way I feel. Uh, it's all good. Well, let me talk about my weekend. Overwatch. Let's hear about your week here, Ja. So for the first time in a really long time, all well, my console accounts are not placed yet, but my all three of my PC accounts are placed right now. Okay, actually, Friday um, was a Friday night. You're right. We spent we we me and you played for five hours. But I had already been playing for about two hours before that. <laughs> you Dude, know, you sounded like you were having like you sounded like you had the most fun that I've ever been hanging out with you. I know I don't spend every waking moment with you, but every right. time we've ever played Overwatch, every time we've done a podcast, you seem like you were having the most fun that night that I've ever heard you have. I, it was a lot of fun. I haven't had a chance to stay up that late playing games in a really, really long time. And it was just it was just a good night. We were having a good time. It was funny because, like, so we got off at 6 a.m. my time. And, like, as soon as I got off, I shot a text message to my girlfriend. I was like, yeah, I'm just going to bed. You won't hear from me until later today. <laughs> because it's like, yeah, she's going to wonder where I am. <laughs> like, what's going on? She needs to know. So, yeah, it was like... um it was like yeah let me let me let her know but um basically that that was the night we i was i had i think i've been talking about it on you know on the show for a while but i was like i need to get big chocolate up to level 25 so that i could play with timeless i'm gonna play slow and we're gonna help pull him out of bronze which by the way uh timeless did make it out of bronze there he made it into silver not by my help, by his own. But then he started helping somebody else who was lower in bronze. I'm like, dude, that is not going to help your SR. He's like, I know. But yeah, so the thing is, he could do it. He he could do it. He has the skills. But, but uh, he's just got to learn. He's got the skills. Now he's got to learn the smart choices to make. Yeah, well, that, that kind of goes along with the territory, right? <laughs> I mean, it, well, maybe. I mean... I don't know. We played Saturday night and uh and I gave him some advice afterwards. Uh listening to my stream back sounded like kind of an asshole. But <laughs> I told him I was sorry for, for being an asshole, but I was like, but the information is What's still good? good information. What I told you is good. It's just I wish it hadn't come off condescending and dickheadish. <laughs> well, I'm I'm glad you at least were able to identify that. Man, I sound like dick <laughs> but um yeah, it happens when i've been drinking so yeah so we we played for a long time we finished the placements on big chocolate bob um actually i have to find that place on the stream where you said it but bob kept he didn't call like, he didn't call me ja he didn't call me big chocolate he, he said hey hey chocolate can you do this chocolate can you do that and i'm like bob you don't have to call me chocolate it was, <laughs> it was more like hey chocolate can you do this yeah, like it chocolate, was like chocolate, oh, chocolate over here, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> you're like Bob. You don't have to call me chocolate. Oh, yeah. sorry, man. I was just I, sh I shortened names. It was either that or big. <laughs> yeah. So you know, we played, and uh, if you were on the Discord uh, on Saturday, I think it was, I was complaining because Big Chocolate placed twenty five fifty four. 
I think no, twenty four fifty four because it was gold. It was twenty four fifty four. And I was like, plat this. after yeah, we got plat after. Oh, we're gonna talk left. about that. We're gonna talk <laughs> about what happened with that because that's Bob's fault. And I was pissed. I'm like, dude, I've been playing bronze games this whole time, and you placed me in like in gold after that. Like, it, it brings up a big problem, right? Because People do want to play quick. Uh, they do want to play competitive with their friends, especially if their friend is is low, right? So, competitive. The way competitive is, is made is like you like it, 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 it. Well, Bob brought it up. It's working because it is placing me higher than you know. I shouldn't be in bronze. Clearly, I shouldn't be in bronze. I shouldn't be in silver. I shouldn't even be in gold. But it placed me as high as it thought I could on a fresh, thought I thought it could on a fresh account based off of the way uh, that I played. So the system itself worked in that instance, but it worked to my detriment because like, well, I want to play with my friend and now I can't play with my friend. Uh, You know, I kind of want to help him out, but you know, it's whatever. So after I placed, um, I was pretty pissed about that. Bob's like, Hey man, let's just go play some games. You play widow. I play Hanzo. Oh no, hold on. Hold on. First off, Waffle and Timeless went to bed. They're like, all right, guys, we're tired. We're going to bed. Yeah, that's true. All right, go ahead. So they're like, oh, you play Widow, you play Hanzo? I'm like, sure. You know, I never play Widow anymore. Like, I never play Widow. I'm like, I'm a terrible Widow. I'm going to try my best as Widow because I don't want to throw the game. But I'm terrible Widow. There's nowhere we're going to win. We played three games. Man, we won two of the three games. I was Ugh. playing Widow. Bob wasn't even Hanzo. Bob no. was playing Doomfist. No, I, dude, the sad part is as the two games we won, I played Doomfist. I played Tracer. I played, uh, who else did I play? I played someone else I'd never play. Uh, wasn't Genji, was it? I don't think it was I Genji. So. I played Genji quite a bit. Might have just been Doom, uh, Doomfist and Tracer. But I played them because we had a Hanzo lock in. <laughs> so, yes. Yeah. So like I I played those two characters. Doomfist, I'm pretty good at, but he's just not a very good character. But then Tracer, I'm not good at Tracer. But I was getting frags. Like I don't know what it was. I was just like, no. I was drunk. Bob <sighs> was pretty pleased with himself. Like in the middle of that, she's like, hmm, I'm pretty good with Tracer. And I don't know <laughs> if that if that carried over to the next day where he tried to play Tracer at actual rank and failed or not. Ew, but I think it was just pretty two pleased. lucky games. Dude, it was ridiculous. And then I checked my stats on Widow. My stats were not, like, so over Sumo has changed with an update. Like, so we're going like, to get into that. But my, stat, my stats were at 130% for Widow. That means I'm doing 30% better than the other Widows in that rank. Which, technically speaking, I think still would have been gold. I think it's ranking you at bronze because it's going to read what rank you're at when it rates that day. So I'm Whoa. thinking that it was plat widows. You said because, plat widows. Yeah, because you got plat when we played those two games that we won. Right. And then the game that we lost, I don't think took you under plat. No, it didn't. So you, uh, yeah, so that, that would be 130% on platinum widows. That is shameful if that is true. <laughs> that is shameful if that is true. So, you, dude, you do your fragging, and then yeah. <laughs> one of the games we had, we had the Hanzo. Uh, I think it was the first. No, we had in both games. That's yeah, why we had the games. Hanzos because we had the Hanzo made both games. And oh man, and he he was like, "Dude, I'm kicking ass." And we we're like, "You are kicking ass, dude. You are kicking <laughs> ass." We were like four DPS, like one tank and one heal. I mean, it was just silly. It was unbelievable. And I, I mean, couldn't it, believe. Timeless and Waffle left, so like 
I was at like I think twenty two hundred on the guy that I that I was on, and you were at like twenty five hundred. So we were queuing at like twenty three fifty. Yeah, it was unbelievable. I was like, I cannot believe. Like here I am expecting to lose and go down games, and we just won two games that knocked me into platinum. It takes me farther away from my goal from being able to play with some of my uh, my lower ranked friends. So that sucked. Well, it just I mean it goes to show that. You know, like we we weren't willing to throw. We weren't willing yeah. to actively try to lose, but we were willing to play characters we weren't comfortable on and try right. really hard. And what ended up happening is we ended up kicking ass. <laughs> yeah. So the next day, I play on what was my main account or what still might be my main account, Ja. And all of those placements, I played with Timeless, me and Timeless only. So we were actually, my, my, Previous rank was in platinum. Hey, he's in bronze. So it's actually placing us against people in gold. My placements did not go well. I went three and seven. I'm expecting to get placed in gold, like mid gold, low gold, hopefully. No, I get placed at 2814 on horrible placement matches. I'm like, you have got to be kidding me. And then that actually, that's when I put something into the chat. And Disco Dan, I think Disco Dan secretly despises me. Actually, no, it's not a secret if he does, because he definitely lets it he he, uh, <laughs> he lets it be known uh, in the Discord. He was a little disgusted with me that I was upset that I got twenty eight fourteen. Yep. So there was that, and now I'm like, okay, so I'm gonna do Church of Jaw. Church of Jaw is my solo account. I will not play with anybody else's account. It's my solo account. I'm gonna try to get that account to Diamond on my own. I go six and four on Church of Jaw. I have I, I played Zenyatta nine out of the ten games. My Zenyatta stats were close to two hundred percent on Oversumo. That's damage, defensive kills, healing. I mean, I was getting gold heals over Mercies, which says more about the Mercies than it does about me. But like it's a, you know, I was getting gold heals on Mercies. Yeah, you shouldn't have had if you were trying to do everything you could do to keep that mercy alive. Like if you were prioritizing her as Zen and you still beat her in heels, then she needs to stay alive more. Yeah, I I was, that was kind of the deal. Like she stayed alive a lot. (sighs) I think the thing that was getting us, that was getting me over were the massive transcendence heels that I was getting. You can get a pretty good bump from that. Yeah. Yeah. But that character placed at 2708. Like so, um, I was actually disappointed that I'm like, you mean to tell me the two characters that I was actually I, I either didn't care about or I was trying to place low on, they place higher than I want. This character places twenty seven hundred something, and it might be because I was playing a support as opposed to my tanking or a DPS. Maybe you know? I mean I I play super high as Lucio, although the different supports might be might be judged differently based on different stats. But Lucio, I mean, I placed last season on my solo account, I played only Lucio and placed like 150 higher than I had been the season prior. Right, yeah. So, I mean, that's... I have to do my placements on PS4. And Matt, uh, Matt uh, to Matt, um, I am Matt AF. I did see your Twitter message. I will help you place this season. So I'm going to be playing on PS4 soon and then also have to place on Xbox. But my three PC accounts are all taken care of. Church of Jolly says I'm going to be my solo account, so I'm going to see if I can get that to Diamond on my own. With Ja, I honestly don't care who I play with. Like, that account could go up or down, and I'll be fine with it. 
Big Chocolate. That's my practice account now. So the stream I was running yesterday was me trying to learn Mercy. That was my stream yesterday. So it was funny because Bob is, I see Bob watching. So I'm like, am I doing this right, Bob? Is this the right thing to do? Should I be boosting this guy right now? <laughs> you know, I, like, was, I mean, I was trying to help. Yeah. So I mean, I, all I know is from all the stuff Mel's told me and I played Mercy. I played Mercy the other night with you in time. Yeah. And I'd been, I don't think I played her well, but remember I said, uh, all right, guys. I'm pretty sure we're going to need a mercy. So I'm just going to yeah. do it and see well, what happens. That's one of the reasons why I'm trying to, you know, at least get more familiar with mercy because there are just times where you need to play mercy or you need a mercy and nobody wants to step up. I do understand her nerf is coming soon, but that I don't, it's going to make, it's going to take mercy's usage down for sure, but she's still too powerful of a character to take her out of the meta. That res is massive, especially since they didn't affect, they, they're not touching the res, you know, yeah, it, it might take time for people to adapt. Uh, I mean, I know when mercy got changed, Mel struggled for a short time, uh, a couple of weeks and it was, she was not happy with it, but then you know, she got she got back into the groove and then boom, she was just killing it. And then she placed uh, she played the same games as me, went eight and two and she placed at twenty nine fifty. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. So I'm looking at my, my mercy stats from last night. My healing needs work. I'm only at 50 percent. My resurrection needs work. I'm only at 50 percent because when somebody you know what I have to get used to. I have that's to what I to. was reminded you of during your stream, too. Yeah, I have I, to. I was like, to, "Hey, don't forget res," because I always forget it. I don't forget res. What I don't pay attention to is the kill feed enough, and, and and when somebody dies, when I do see somebody die on the kill feed, it does not trigger me to go resurrect that person. Oh, you know, really? But it doesn't like. But that's because like I'm used to not being able to do anything about somebody dying. <laughs> you know, so like now see, with that's mercy, why I forget yeah. it too. Yeah. So it's like I didn't forget, but it does like it doesn't trigger me to for an action. My offensive assists and defensive assists were actually higher than normal. My offensive assists were 166, uh, were 166%, so that's 66% better than normal. And my defensive assists were 22% better than normal. So still got a lot of work. I'm gonna be moving around uh you know, i'm still gonna be practicing that especially since i don't care about the sr on that account if it goes if it goes low great but if i'm winning because i'm doing well that's that's fine too at least i'm learning so so it has been a busy week in overwatch for me my, my weekend was a bit clearer than normal so i was able to 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 stretch out there and do and do a little bit more so yeah it's good dude it's uh I don't know about you, but I am re-energized. I had kind of like a few-week break where I didn't get to play much because preparing for BlizzCon, prepared to attack, kicking my ass. But I'm back and ready for action, man. All right. So you ready for these uh, these topics? Let's do it. All right. Cool. Let's get into our top story. Top story. Okay, so the first thing we're going to talk about is this one-trick Torb that was banned. And I don't, it, it kind of has the community torn because there's lots of people very angry and there's lots of people happy. Spoiler alert, this podcast is happy about it. <laughs> okay, so just know that going into this conversation. But uh, the, the actual forum thread will be in the show notes. 
Uh, there was a um, a Torbjorn player. He was a top 500 Torbjorn player that was banned from competitive play for 24 hours, I believe. And he was banned because he was being reported on for poor teamwork. So he sends a message to support to see if he can get the ban removed, saying that he's a top 500 Torb and people are only uh, reporting him because they don't like the fact that he's Torbjorn because Torbjorn is off meta. Here is the response from Blizzard. Greetings and salutations. Uh, this is Game Master. I can't pronounce his name, so I'm not going to bother at your service. I understand your predicament and sympathize with you. The reports that you received are not because you were playing a particular character in competitive. They are there because your your refusal to cooperate with the rest of the team, hence the disruptive gameplay suspension. If that means you were you are picking up a particular character, completely ignoring the rest of the team composition and result and requests from people that cannot. Uh, that they cannot accommodate uh, you to your play style, then your reports, then the reports are justified. I'm afraid. As a suggestion, if you wish to always play a particular character, I would advise you. So, like the commas are really fucking me up here. <laughs> like this is not, there's not good grammar. <laughs> I should have read this beforehand. Not good grammar this before. Sorry about that. As a suggestion. If you wish to always play a particular character, I would advise you that you communicate this to your teammates or even form a team that you that that you that would like to accommodate you to your own playstyle. Remember that this is a cooperative game, which sometimes means that you might have to do some concessions for the team in order to have a better chance of winning. For this reason, we sadly we will sadly not remove the 24-hour suspension on your Overwatch game, and I would like to suspend this Game Master from typing for the next 24 hours. <laughs> but and go ahead. I would like to say that uh, that post I read and posted in our show notes right before I did my placements on my solo account yesterday. Well, maybe the day before. But either way, it was fresh in my mind, and... So when I decided I wanted to try and play Torb, when I had an option at a DPS slot, because everyone had picked, and I was picking DPS, and we were on defense, Dorado, first point. We had made it almost to the second point. Uh, and I was like, someone picked Arissa, and I was like, are you guys cool with Torb? <laughs> and they're like, Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we're cool with Tober. I was like, all right, man, just want to make sure we're on the same page. All right, yeah. But I mean, I, that, you know, that before I just would have picked Torb. And then if someone complained about it, I probably would have changed just to keep, you know, everybody happy, keep morale high. But in this case, I was just like, well, I'll just ask because I don't want them to report me. Well, so it almost upped communication just by knowing that that happened. For for me, I I realized it like I don't know thirty minutes later that I that I had done that, not really thinking about it. Right. Well, here's the deal. So, like I said, half the community is upset because they're saying, "Oh, well, if you one trick, they're going to get banned, or if you play off meta, you're going to get reported and they're going to ban you." That's what this means to them. That you know, if you play if you play off meta, or if you one trick, or if you one trick an off meta character. Now you're going to get banned. This has a bad precedent. No, I'm sorry, but there is no way. Because first of all, it didn't happen from one game. If six people report you for one game, if 
all if everybody else in the game reports you, let's say your teammates convince the other team that reports you. So you have eleven people reporting you for one game that you didn't switch. You're not gonna get banned for that. You're not. And, what hat? Oh, go ahead, Bob. Oh, I was gonna say I don't know if this was this specific tour, uh, tour, but Stylosa found some footage from a streamer. A Torb that got banned. I don't know if it's the Torb that we're talking about in that specific post, but A Torb that got banned said on the forums that he got banned for playing Torb. Uh, but when you watch the other streamers stream, turned out someone else on their team picked Torb. So he proceeded to not pick any characters, stay in spawn, kept getting kicked for inactivity and joining back. And kept arguing, saying, okay, well, I'm not going to pick a character until he gets off Torb. So he was actually, like, holding the team hostage. Exactly. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, it had to be something. Where, and, and even him probably had to do that multiple times. You know, mm. that was his tactic. Same thing with this guy. He had to pro- He had to go through multiple games, probably many games, where he refused to switch off of Torbjorn when it wasn't working he just kept doing it uh and i'm like great ban people for that because these people have to switch they have to switch you know like it when when your team isn't when it's not working with the team like when you have these Widowmakers that won't switch off a widow even though like i hate when people play Widowmaker against double shields Mm. it just it, it, it irks the shit out of me when that happens when, when people play Widowmaker against double shields and stuff like that um yeah. So yeah, if Go you're ahead. a widow and you're fragging out, no one's gonna ask you to switch. They might bitch at you to start the match, but as soon as you start fragging out, props to fragging out. As soon as you start <laughs> killing people, like people are gonna shut up normally. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're down in like silver, bronze elos, people might not actually notice what you're doing. They might not even know to look at the kill feed. They might not even know what you're contributing, but. In plan higher, people, once you start killing people, people are going to back off. But if you're not killing people and you're a widow, even if you're good, switch off. Switch so, off. A crash tag just said, don't you start talking about me, Ja. You, you don't play widows into double shield because you have to see me in real life. That's why you don't play widow into double shields. I, I, you know better than that already. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, no, this, so like, like I said, it's 50 50 because I see a lot of people complaining about this and a lot of people praising it. So, of course, Squeaky, Squeaky Wheel gets the grease. You're going to hear more about people complaining about it than you are going to hear about people praising it, to be honest with you. But a lot of people are happy about it. I know we're happy about it. It also has other repercussions, too, right? My hallelujah soundboard clip. Hallelujah. <laughs> it also means that. There are some people who have Smurf accounts specifically to practice in comp, you know, and for those people, if they don't want those accounts to be banned, because once you get banned, okay, so your first ban is a few hours, your second ban is 24 hours, after a while, you will be permabanned, and basically your the account's useless. So I think some of those people who are using Smurf accounts strictly to practice, over time, it's going to, it, it'll lead them to not do that anymore unless they really just don't care and they're just going to keep spending money on Overwatch, which is a possibility. But I think it will adjust the community's expectations. The, the issue, the big issue here is that, not the big issue, but like one of the, the problems is that the Overwatch team waited so long to actually start doing something about this that it's going to take more time 
for the community to adjust to it. If they started doing this a couple months after competitive came out, well, you know, by now, or probably by the, the start of year two, the entire community would already be not the entire community because you're always going to have outliers, but the bulk, the vast majority of the community would be playing proper. Like they would be switching to other characters. Now, even last night when I was playing uh, Mercy and somebody else picked Mercy instead of me, I just switched to another character that I wanted to practice, but was still practical, Lucio. You know, so yeah, like maybe people start doing that, but not switching off of your characters just because you want to practice has got to go. Well, yeah, and people have gotten used to being able to get away with that, so mm-hmm. uh, it's going to take a little bit more time to break them out of that, but I am so happy. I mean, I am just, like, beside myself because normally, oft- well, not normally, I don't know about normally, but oftentimes in my experience, these people that one-trick the uh, off-meta picks are extremely toxic and uh aggressive when you just suggest that you know like you just ask hey so are you gonna plan on playing symmetra or torb after the second point you know you're on two cp you like symmetra torb for the first point it makes sense doesn't make sense for the second point uh as far as the as far as the community um agrees like the majority of the community agrees that Torb and Symmetra are not good on the second point in most two CPs. So like you just ask that and then they get extremely violent, toxic and aggressive at, and you're just like, dude, I was just asking, man, I wasn't saying you had to change. I was just asking. I'm just trying to prepare myself for what I need to do. I hate Symmetra's that play Symmetra the first point, And then they decide to switch to DPS. If you're going to pick a support, then how to stay support. Yeah, or at least say it at the start. Hey, I'm going to be Symmetra, but I'm going to change the DPS afterwards because I can't play support. Like, at least you said it at that point. So at least I know, okay, well, if I'm DPS, maybe I'll switch over to support once that happens, you know. But it, it's just there's there's so many things. And, like, I think forcing people to actually communicate. I mean, I would like it if you could report someone at comp if they didn't have a, if they didn't have a mic. Like I, I would really like that. Like I would like it so much. <laughs> I mean, I gotta be honest with you. I, <sighs> you know, the, Jeff Kaplan's already spoken on this, and they're not gonna do it. But I don't see why everybody, everybody should be forced into team chat and competitive. Mm-hmm. They should group chat should be turned off. Everybody should be in team chat, and you have to. If you want to leave team chat, you have to manually leave it. You have to manually mute team chat you know or actually even better you can't mute team chat you can only mute certain people in team chat yeah see i'm totally down with that i'd almost be like down with like you can only mute up to two people <laughs> but i mean i'm a little crazy but i i just i it drives me nuts when my friends that i play with like leave chat when one person makes them mad i'm like dude mute the one person please do not just leave chat. You're going to tilt all the other people that aren't being an asshole to you, and that's just going to mess up our game, dude. And then you're not going to get call outs. Like, just mute the one toxic dude. Yeah, actually, in Twitch, I did Aid Morrow. 
hopefully I just said your name right, says you can't expect to play one hero your whole career in Overwatch over OW competitive. It's okay to main three, four heroes. The problem is Blizzard needs to find a way to reward flex players. The SR system is broken when it rewards yes, someone more that more that only one tricks. That is 100% true. Yep. Because when I play more than when I split heroes and competitive, I'm already like, oh, great. I got to play a second hero. But now when I have to like flex to three, four characters in one game, now it's like, man, I can't be like, if, if I did bad with all those characters, I'm like, oh, that's going to affect my SR. That's yeah. not going to look good when I like, you know, when it's, uh, when the SR is going to come. He's right. They do need to find a way to either reward flex players or make it even. Yep. This and wouldn't be a problem if they actually had a ladder system, but they don't. They have a skill rank system. And Aid Morrow, shout out to Justin. Met him at BlizzCon. Super, super cool dude. And extremely intelligent about Overwatch. I actually, uh, on my main, um, uh, five and one of the eight and two record was three stacking with him and Mel. Nice. So yeah, he's a he's a, you know he could change out to all kinds of different characters, and he he is definitely a flex, and he's right. We need to be rewarded. I've been asking for that for a long time. Absolutely, that's the way it should be. So if they're gonna continue to do this, I'm happy about it. I hope they don't back down because there was actually a response. I almost forgot about that. There was a response from Josh Engen. Oh, Egen. I, I can't. I don't know. I, I'm fucking up his name right now. He's a community manager. He says I just want to chime in and make sure that everyone knows that we're currently digging into the reports, investigating this ban, and thinking about how this type of situation affects specialized players and their teammates. We take both sides of the issue very seriously. We believe that players should be able to choose their favorite heroes, but playing as a team, which includes building an effective team composition, is a core part of the Overwatch experience. It is a delicate, it is a delicate balance, and we're still working on getting it right, and probably always will be. If you've been playing Blizzard games for a while, you've probably heard us use the uh, phrase, play nice, play fair. It's like a mantra around the Blizzard campus, and it's a big part of the way that we approach situations like this. People tend to focus on the play fair part, but they forget about the playing nice. Sometimes that means switching off at your teammates' request, and sometimes that means working around your teammate specialization. Either way, Overwatch is more fun when everyone, everyone is playing nice. Thank you for your patience as we investigate this situation, and thank you for the passion enthusiasm and enthusiasm about Overwatch. That's cute. Um, the um, here's the thing about Blizzard, right? That I I realize more and more as I continue to play Overwatch. Blizzard lives in a bubble, and people who primarily play Blizzard games live inside of that Blizzard bubble. And I understand Good why. People. That is a that that is what you say. Decent human beings. They're decent human beings. Yeah, they live inside of that that, that Blizzard bubble, and I understand why. Blizzard, he's right. Like if you look at all of the Blizzard games. They kind, of, they kind of do share that mantra. I will admit that Blizzard has some of the best gaming communities in, in all of gaming. They really do. And that's because that play nice, play fair thing that he just talked about is kind of encompassed into their games. And play nice, play fair to translate for anybody that doesn't understand. It means either don't be a dick or don't be an asshole. Right, Re play like, respect people the way that you want to be respected. Play them the rule. way you want to respect. Them. Yeah, 
that's how Blizzard develops their games. That's how they play their games. That's how the community is used to dealing with their games. Here's the problem with Overwatch. Overwatch is a first-person shooter. It is drawing people from other communities that do not respect that. They have a play-to-win no matter what mentality. I'm going to do what I want no matter what mentality because these people are idiots and they don't know what they're doing mentality. (laughs) That's what you get in Overwatch. Yes, a very elitist mentality. We know a whole community in Wawa's boot camp that has tons of GM and top 500 coaches that are not even close to like that. So, oh yeah, I've never seen that in any other game. Ever. Usually, the guys that are on the top are the most unbelievable elitist dicks. I wanted to say something worse there, but I'll go with dicks. Yeah, I think that is that is very true. Most of our quote unquote elitists are in platinum. And then we also saw a bunch of elitists in bronze the other night. <laughs> we saw a bunch of elitists in bronze. <laughs> the, I, actually, I don't know. Maybe the lower you go, the more elitist you're going to run into. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, because so much of Overwatch isn't exactly mechanical skill. You'll see a lot of mechanically skilled guys down in silver and gold. The reason they're not moving up is because they don't understand that the game's a team game. Mm-hmm. And they don't understand that they need to sacrifice stats at times to peel for a healer or, you know, just uh, basically like hit a choke. You know, you're not going to kill anybody, but you're stopping them from moving through that choke. You're de- you're denying space. You know, there's different things in Overwatch that in, you know, CSGO, you're not going to do. Yeah, exactly. Like in other games like that, you're really, really focused on making sure you get kills and stuff like that. And since Overwatch is so objective-based, you kind of don't have to get killed with them. Actually, I was just explaining to Bob. I was looking at my over two more stats. I was looking at Roadhog. And we were kind of talking about the problem with that is that I did great when it came to pumping out damage, but it was kind of dinging me because I wasn't getting kills. But in the the situation I was in where I played Roadhog because I only played it once that night, I didn't need to get kills. I needed to output damage to make the enemy move away from the objective. And that's exactly what I did. And it worked well. So yeah, Overwatch definitely doesn't play like other shooters, but at the same time, like I said, you get a lot of people from these other communities that don't have that mentality of play nice, play fair. They have the mentality of we're going to play how we want to play. I'm playing the win and I don't give a fuck about you. And I think Blizzard is now adjusting to that. They're, they're finally kind of adjusting to that, or at least starting to adjust to that. Because those people, they don't listen to reason. When you put out a video that says, play nice, play fair, they're laughing at you. They're like, fuck you, I'm going to do what I want. Oh, yeah, that's for pussies, you know, stuff like that. Like, play nice, play fair. Like, they, they don't care. And that's why you have to take action so that there's actual consequence that they can see. That's the issue. That's part of the issue here. And Overwatch is unique in the Blizzard verse for that, unfortunately. Yep, but I think, I mean, I think they're making strides. I mean, yeah, I'm just one person. I have a very limited view of what happens. It's just what's in my comp games. But it's last weekend, and yesterday was really good. I can only remember two or three games throughout those three days where I had some really, like, toxic people. And then yesterday on my solo stream, uh there was these two guys that just wasted the last minute yelling at each other. No one could get a word in for any call outs or anything at the end. I'm like, you guys just, you guys wasted the game. You guys are the problem. Both of you are the problem. You guys made us lose this game. We, we had a chance to win. 
One guy stayed after, and he argued with me for a second. He goes, we had already lost, dude. I was like, dude, there's always a chance to win. And then he just stopped, and he goes, you know what, dude? You're probably right, man. Good luck to you. Stay safe, fam, or something, you know, something like that. But we ended it, like, on a good note, like, even after. And he wasn't even the jerk. The jerk was the guy before when he asked him to switch, and the guy was like, well, I got gold damage or gold kills or something like that. It was just like, and then he proceeded to yell at him after he yelled at him. And I was like, dude, you just fell into it. You should have just muted him, and we could have kept going and having shot calling. But, like, yep. it was just funny how at the end he was like, no, you might be right, dude. Good luck. Good uh, good luck to you. Dude, I, I triggered somebody the other day. Uh was it Saturday? I think it was Saturday I triggered somebody because we had a tank whose guy he was first of all, I had already picked Arissa. We were I was Arissa. Somebody else was Zarya. This guy was the last pick. He picks Reinhardt. I'm like, fine, whatever. I'll play something else. I'm gonna play Zenyatta, right? And you know, I, here's me working with the team. This guy was a terrible Reinhardt, awful Reinhardt. And it got to the point where I was like, I, I forget what his name was. I was like, you got to switch off a of Reinhardt, man. Stop I mean, talking like, about you, you timeless, man. <laughs> I'm not talking about timeless. But I was like, you got to switch off a of Reinhardt. Even I was playing with timeless though. Yeah, I said, you got to switch off a of Reinhardt, and he gets triggered. He's like, oh, you shut up. You, you, you. Why don't you just play the game? I'm like, I can't play the game because you keep dying. <laughs> you know, like you're you're the tank man i can't i can't play the game properly with with you keep dying he would i mean he had two was healers he never was he never putting up a shield he would put up a shield to walk a little bit then he put it down run like 10 15 meters swinging his hammer at air until he could get up to the person and then he'd just get like wrecked you know he had a mercy on him and i was zenyatta i had my orb on him we could not save him Right, one or two swings at a time, man, to shield back up. One or two swings at a time. When there's multiple targets in front of you, or like a low target in front of you, put that shield back up. Yeah, like it was ridiculous. I and mean, then finally, he just left the he left the uh, voice chat, and that's part of the problem. I'm just like, because it's not it's not like I did, wasn't saying anything, and then I was just like, dude, you got to switch up Reinhardt. I was saying we need you to keep your shield up. You got to keep your shield up. Stay with the team. Like, and he just wasn't doing it. So it's like, okay, fuck it. You need to switch. <laughs> you know? Yeah, switch to something you could, like, switch to D.Va or something where you're at least putting out some damage from a, from afar or something. Yeah. So, well, like, so back around to the to the actual main topic. We are happy here that they did that. And we hope they continue to do that. Let's talk about Oversumo. Which we talked about before, and Bob, you did not like Oversumo before because you thought it gave people a false sense of confidence, correct? Yeah, it 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 just it gave people it gave people way too much of a false sense of confidence because grandmasters playing at a grandmaster level would see, you know, silver stats, and yeah. you know, and then gold players playing at a gold level would see grandmaster stats and it just it did not make sense because it used everybody in a pool well one it used everybody in a pool but two it used like grandmaster master stats and i don't think people really knew how to read the stats properly it doesn't mean you're actually playing at a grandmaster level it just means that 
your stats are that, like that's what in terms of the player base that's where your stats supposedly would be right like that's how much but damage you output and the problem was is it never did it within your rank though yes. like it just took the whole pool of bronze to grandmaster and then just did a mean in the middle and it's just like okay well you're of course going to get more kills at a lower level because people are trickling everything else like at a grandmaster level people are waiting for the regroup every time you know yeah. like, like it's just like you can't you know there's there's way less fights, you know, at a grandmaster level because they're going to wait for the the regroup. People are going to retreat, taking away kills that you would have gotten in the gold ring. So yep, less trickle, you know. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. So the yeah, like Bob just explained, you know, it used to be everybody together. So there's two main changes that happened to Oversumo in the latest update. One, you are only compared against people in your rank now. So when you see your stats, it's only against gold players bronze players silver players you know platinum players wherever you are second is they got rid of that titling like where it says grandmaster master platinum now it's done based off a percentage so the way it works is if you are playing at level for your rank like let's say you are on par with the rest of your players the rest of the players in your rank you'll see a hundred percent that's where you want that's where you are so you at least want to be at 100%. If you are over 100%, that means you are exceeding the other players in your rank. So, for example, I'm going to talk about my Arisa stats again. That used to be Grandmaster. <laughs> okay, my Arisa stats used to be Grandmaster on Oversumo. Now, my Arisa stats, almost every one of them is at 200%. So that means in Platinum, I am doing almost 100% better with Arissa than anybody else in platinum or not anybody else, but then, then the rest of the, the, you know, the platinum players, you know? Uh, so it gives you a much better idea of how well you're doing and maybe which characters you should, you should be playing more. If you're playing Arissa really well, if you're playing soldier 76 really well, if you're playing Zenyatta really well, maybe you should stick with those characters and that'll help you climb up, you know? Once again, you do have to work with your team. So if you're doing like, you know, 200% with Sombra, but it's not working with the team, eh, you may not want to do that. Not to mention, you also have to take into consideration, and I do take this into consideration for Orisa, that not many people play that character. She's not one of the most popular characters. So if you have a character that's not played that much, of course it's going to be really easy for you to, you know, to blow out stats. So you also have to keep that in mind. There's a lot of things you have to keep in mind. I, just, I do think that the changes make Oversumo a better tool for measuring your uh, measuring your progress, right? Because I, I said it a long time ago, like one of the things that I appreciated about the old Oversumo before they had this update was that it helped me to realize that I wasn't using my ultimate that much. Or my old Orisa stats, be like it would say Grandmaster blocking, Grandmaster damage, Grandmaster kills, like all Grandmaster everything, except um was it called the uh, like i guess um boosted damage that was down in bronze because i wasn't using it I, and that, that's when i looked at it. I, I looked deep inside myself i was like ja you're not putting down that drum nearly as much as you should be which is true i was holding it a lot and now i started using it way more as soon as i see two three characters on the screen and we're in a fight drum goes right down you know so uh, you also learned a couple of things from the prepare to attack orissa 
episode too. Oh, you? I did. I haven't started talking about that stuff yet, but the drum thing happened beforehand. <laughs> so if you haven't listened to the Prepare to Attack Arissa episode with Evil Toaster, absolutely should listen to that because he gives some amazing tips on how to play Arissa. But yeah, the you know, I there's I do think that the new tool will help with the fact that people like you said, people think they're better than they actually are, and it'll show you where you are, but you still kind of have to know how to read it and look at the, the situations that you were in. So, for example, we were talking about that Roadhog thing where my Roadhog was at 40% the other night. However, if I look at my damage numbers for that night, it's at 152%. I output 52% more damage when I played Roadhog. The problem I had was with eliminations and final blows and even hooks because I wasn't using him for that. I was actually using Roadhog to make space to push people out the way to get the objective. And that's exactly you know, what I did. So I didn't play Roadhog poorly, but the things that the app thinks are important for Roadhog, I definitely wasn't doing. Speaking of Roadhog, I've been killed it with Roadhog this past weekend, dude. Nice. I gotta admit, I've kind of been sucking <sighs> with Roadhog recently. I don't know what the problem is, but I, I have been biting it. <laughs> but go ahead. I don't know. Like yesterday, I had a game where the it was a control map. The first map, I had gold everything and bronze heels. Mm-hmm. I mean, I had gold eliminations. I had gold objective time. I had gold... Uh, uh, what's it? Uh, point eliminations, objective eliminations, and I had gold objective damage. kills. Yeah, and then I did crappy the next round, but my team pulled through for me, and so I ended up with like silver and bronze of everything. But I mean, that's still pretty damn good for a roadhog at a two-two-two comp. Yeah. So I, I, yeah, and my hook accuracy has been over fifty percent every game that I've played with him. Nice, very nice. So I've been I've been in I've been enjoying Roadhog quite a bit, especially mm. in this new Mercy meta where she can res. Like it's such a big, like basically Mercy changes brought Roadhog back, and I don't get those one shot kills. But if you're half life near me, you best you be hooked. careful, yeah. bro. Well, I think when they changed <sighs> Roadhog. I don't know. I, I don't think I'm not necessarily having Mercy do what she does now. Definitely brought him uh, back and like uh, uh, made him more useful. But at the same time, I think he was going to come back anyway because having that that when they changed his uh, his hit the vape like so that he only takes half damage that was massive for survivability. Well, and you know? which I've gotten used to using now too. Like yeah. now, I don't use it like I used to. I've gotten used to using it now. Like. I know I can, you know, I don't have to get around this corner. I can actually live if I hold my vape. Diva yeah. pops or bomb. I can actually live now if I can't get around that corner. So I hold my vape and then I just can't get around that corner. So I go ahead and vape. Gotcha, I survive. Yeah. You know, it's just, I mean, it's so, I've He's been having a, a good time playing Roadhog, man. Yeah. August still fun. I, I do. I, I, I do like him, even though like they killed him for a little bit, but then they brought him back. So. But but the but the over sumo app, one of the complaints that I had, and I did act, well, they ask for suggestions in the app, and one the thing I wrote back was that I don't think characters should show up against your percentage until you they you played them for a certain amount of time that day. That's the biggest problem I see. So right now, like for for yesterday, I'm at ninety seven percent total, and a lot of that has to do 
with this 6% Symmetra that I have on there that I played Symmetra for four minutes so that we could get a teleporter up, you know? Uh, that's it. I only played it for four minutes. I also played Soldier 76 for four minutes. And if you, if I, I have him at 50%, right? But my stats for him on 50% were my damage was over 150%. My eliminations were over 100%. The problem comes from the fact that I didn't use Tack Visor. So I had, I'm actually at 0% for Tack Visor. I didn't self-heal myself that much. I didn't uh, use Biotic Field that much. So it kind of skews off the numbers, at least the way I feel. Like I don't think my soldier play was at 50, was actually at 50%. I was getting kills. I was getting headshots. I was doing damage. That's what soldier is supposed to do. Do I have an answer for how they're supposed to do that? I'm not necessarily sure because how is the app supposed to know that I was doing all these other things and I just didn't have time to self-heal, you know, or I just didn't have a need to self-heal. That's another thing. Like, if you have a really good... Let's say you blow the other team out with Soldier, right? You're playing Soldier, you blow the other team away, and you don't need self-heals because your Zenyatta or your Mercy is constantly healing you. That would put You still two... need to use it, though, as much as possible to build your ult, though. Yeah, but, like... It, like, it still goes back to the same thing. Like, if you're, const- if you're you know, constantly healed up, because that the other team is not hitting you that much and your healers are staying on top of you, that kind of makes it hard to still use it. You and I use heal differently than soldier then. I almost never use soldier's heal in the instance that I need healing. I set up in a spot and I drop heal. Like I don't like I drop heal when I'm full when I'm full life. Uh basically when I get to my setup spot and then I start damaging. So I mean I almost n- I can't think of a time that I've done it to where I thought, oh, I need heals. I'll drop it now. So yeah. I, mean, I always drop it preemptively. The only time I drop it preemptively is if a tracer is in the area. If a tracer is coming to kill me, one of the first things I do is I put it down before I fight the tracer. Uh, then, but other than that, I hold on to it like just in case I get hurt or if a teammate's hurt, I'll also put it down too to help heal teammates. But so you were talking about your stats on this, right? So I went eight and two, right? Mm-hmm. These are the the comprehensive stats for eight and two and the characters that I played. So the people listening to audio can't see this, but this is 92%. It congratulates me and says my damage for Roadhog is like in the is is I outperformed 95% of other uh, Roadhogs in my rank. But if you go through, Winston, 66. Reaper, 143. Lucio, 25. Roadhog, 160. Reinhardt, 67. Symmetra, 186. Soldier, 29. Zenyatta, 42. Junkrat, 111. Diva, 130. And Torbjorn, 15. So like you have to take it with a grain of salt because the times that I played soldier, I did a specific job. I wasn't running around killing everybody, uh, you know. So you definitely have to take it with a grain of salt. But if you if you constantly look at this and see what you can improve day to day, I think it's a good. I think it's a good change. I think it's still good in that sense, but I think it gives it doesn't give people the false sense of how good they're doing. And thinking they should be grandmaster and masters. Exactly. So that, that's that, that's the main point here, right? You still have to do some self analysis when you look at this. 
you know, so uh, for example, my I'm looking at my my Zenyatta stats on Jaw from Saturday, I think, and it's it's at it's at about 119 percent. But my the damage I did was at a hundred. was like you know sixty. It's one hundred sixty six percent. The healing I did was one hundred six percent. My transcendence healing was one hundred forty two percent. The only thing that I didn't get over one hundred percent on was my defensive assists. That is a problem. So that you kind of have to still know about the about the characters, right? You still have to know about the characters because if you look at the rest of this stuff, if I didn't know that Zenyatta, so you know we did had to prepare to attack episode with Fu, and Fu was saying uh, on Zenyatta, he was saying that Zenyatta's primary goal should be putting that discord orb onto the enemies so you can help your teammate my defensive assists should be off the charts if i'm doing my job right mm-hmm. as zenyatta you know that's that's kind of the deal so if i didn't really realize that i'm looking at my stats like oh 119 that's fine but when i actually go and look at a job for that day or for you know for saturday it's like oh 72 percent. no gotta pick that up can't let that happen that 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 that's the kind of analysis you have to do, and you have to pick out what you need to do, and then remember the focus on that for next time. You know, so yeah, it's definitely you don't want to just take the, you don't just want to take the profile or take exactly what it says for percentage, and just go with that. Like, oh, I'm good on Zenyatta. I'm at 150 percent. I'm at a, uh, at 180 percent or whatever. You actually have to go in and make sure you analyze what the stats are saying. So I think it's yeah I think all in all it's a good change and I and I like it and I support them moving forward with these changes. I think I think from what I've heard the Overwatch League uh the Overwatch League app is going to have similar features which will be interesting cuz mm-hmm. that will be provided by Blizzard in control of every stat whereas Oversumo is still only everybody that uses over sumo. It's not the entire game. So you should feel bad. You should feel good about that because the majority of people that are going to use over sumo are people that are trying really, really hard. So exactly. Like, so if, you're probably higher rated than you're even looking at. Yes. Because like if, if Blizzard does come up with an app and it includes everybody, everybody's number, they're going to be boosted. So included because what they said, what 35 million players, I'm pretty sure half of those people don't even play the game anymore. So, yeah, you know, a lot of those numbers are going to be boosted. So, yeah, take pride in that. Let's move on to our last topic. We're going to talk about proposed changes for competitive. And some may disagree with these. Did You, you got a chance to read these, Bob? I, I, I like these. Um, no, I didn't. Oh, my gosh. All Did right. You- did See, did you I, send this to me? Yeah, I did send that to you. That's okay though. We'll go we'll get a fresh cut from Bob. We'll get a fresh take from Bob here on this. So uh somebody posted in the forums, you know, OW community, how I would fix competitive, and I do like quite a few of these ideas. So here we go. Number one, we're gonna go through it real quick and then we're gonna kind of you know talk about each one. So number one, lock competitive to a full six-man teams only. I do have a stipulation on that. Yeah, you know, I'm looking at Bob's face. I got a stipulation on that. But, well, you have to listen. To, like, we're going to continue with the list. Let's continue with the list. Okay. okay. Lock competitive for full six-man teams only. Two, add looking for group. Kind of fixes the first problem. Helps. Three, kind of. Yeah. Promote building teams and discourage solo queue. Eh. We're going to talk a little bit about that. Four, 
add some kind of in-game resume instead of an, of only a profile with raw data. So maybe say something like, I prefer to play tank. I prefer to play healer. Something Sell like that. yourself. I can make a... Uh, that's yeah. kind of cool. Yep. I think I'm like part of the 5% of the community that would actually take time to do that well. Yeah. Yeah, but oh, like, sorry, sorry, sorry. Go, go, go. go. So, uh, number five, add clans already. Yeah, just do it, Blizzard. Please, just, just do it. And six, negative reinforcement of reporting system will never work. So, here we go. I'm, I'm gonna put his, I'm gonna say his explanation, and then we'll talk about it. So he says, by being forced to build a build or join a six man team, you know exactly what you're going to have on your team. Therefore, eliminating the randomness. And what, and you get to choose how you want your how you want to earn your season rating. I already hear people crying that they don't have enough time for this, or that they just want to log in and queue up. For them, I say our current role, the dice system, should be in place somewhere in the bottom of looking for group where you just want to queue up. Blizz auto fills in your five teammates just like it does now, but instead of being too late and you're and you're already in game with these people, all six should have a green light to queue as a, this six deck. And balanced, you say? Well, this is competitive after all. If you're serious, build a team. I really like that idea, even though I think they should have two queues. With this idea, we've already talked about multiple. So that would actually be three queues. So you have your... So if you look at Heroes of the Storm, right, you have your team queue and you have your competitor, your solo queue. If they did something like this, I think you only need one, a solo queue, and two, a team queue. So let's say me and you, we want to play, right? We team up together. That means we only need four other people from, a, from the LFG to get playing. If they built that in-game... That will go incredibly fast because when I was using the, I can't even remember what the Overwatch LFG I was using before was called, but before they closed down for a month, getting people was like that. It'd only take five minutes, not even, not even five minutes to get a team together from that LFG. And that was off site. That wasn't even, a, yeah, that's, that's, that, that's well, not even probably, that's maybe, maybe a tenth of the Overwatch community at the time, less than that probably used that site. And it was very easy to get people to queue up with you in those groups. If they built an LFG into Overwatch, that would be awesome. Not to mention, like he says, if you just wanted to roll the dice, make it an option. Me and you queue up, we hit the roll the dice button, it gives us four other people. The advantage of that still is that all six of us are together outside of a match. So we can actually talk and communicate, okay, what do you want to do? Who does this? Okay, we have two mercy mains. How are we going to handle that? Okay, so you don't, okay, you guys don't want to play together? Okay, fine. You drop out, we'll roll the dice again, we'll get somebody else. Maybe so, we'll get one other person. So everything's solo queue except for six band groups which you use the LFG to do. Yes, I can I can see that working. I mean, I can, like I it would suck for like Mel and I. We'd have to always find four other people, but we do have a lot of different friends. But at the same time, you could also do the same thing with what you were talking about with the old StarCraft rules where it's just if you have a three man group, anytime you guys queue together as a three man group, right. you have a a singular SR that goes with all of you. That would stop boosting. I mean, that would put that would put the boosting companies out of business. Like they would only be able to do illegal 
uh, boosting. They wouldn't be able to do the legal, legal boosting. Oh, no. I think that's the idea is still viable. I'm just saying, like, I also like this idea. I, I still would prefer, I would prefer the, the, the group SR system that we discussed before. But this, this actually is a bit, I think Blizzard would be closer to doing this than not. Like, I could see this being Overwatch competitive 2.0, basically. I can see this being because, like I said, it, it, the big advantage, and this is something I talked about such a long time ago, that if you could just meet with your teammates before the game and then you ready up when you're ready to go, they will be so much better because you would have an idea of what you're doing. You know, you'd have time to kind of analyze and, and, and come up with a plan or something like that, you know. Or, or when you actually got into the game, when you got into the game, you can now talk about the plan that you want to do uh, on that map. And on top of that, it, once the game started, you could actually reduce the amount of time on some maps that you, 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 you could reduce the setup time, basically, because you already have the plan, you know what you're going to play, whatever. The only thing I can think about with the LFG thing is, I just think about when uh, Stay's group first came out and everybody was like, even me included was like, "Oh, this is gonna be great." Then you're like, "You have a great game," and then you LFG, and then all of a sudden you get your ass kicked. But at the same time, see the problem is, is that you do that LFG, you're still gonna go up against six man groups that practice together every day, and that's where it gets ugly, and that's where it just gets not fun, like. You know, like if there's an LFG, like I don't think a six man group should be ever grouped against like a full six man pre-made. I don't think should ever be grouped up against a LFG six stack. And well, at least it has a lower priority. Problem. If they kept the priority it has now, because if the six, six stack, if a six stack can't find a game to play after a certain amount of time, Overwatch is going to allow them to play a split group. That's just what's going to happen. So if they kept if they kept the same algorithm, that I think that'll be fine. I'm cool with that as long as the LFG group gets a fifty percent uh, a fifty percent reduction on SR loss SR they lose not SR gained SR, SR lost. lost right. So yeah, that that's the first thing. So I think I actually like that idea, but I would add add a solo queue for specifically for solo players. But uh, number two, add a looking for group. We kind of discussed that. This is supposed to be a team-based game. Why has team-based building not been at the core of this game? I understand role queue will never have him because of the forced meta, but what cons could there be possibly be to LFG? I've played this game since beta, since free beta. I don't even try to make friends in this game because you're almost penalized in MMR for trying to play stacked. Everyone knows MMR skews against true. you playing stacked. You're better off playing alone or maybe even with one friend. What the fuck? And this is actually kind of true. Actually, we talked about that it last is, season. It is really true. We I mean, were I like, would probably be higher SR if I only played solo, but fuck that. I like playing with my friends. Right. And uh, several. It's not because my friends are bad. It's yeah. because you get punished for playing with other people. Several coaches from Wawa's bootcamp have, have mentioned that, that, you know, you're better off playing solo or you can go solo queue and reach higher ranks. And that that's pretty much the opposite of what they are trying to do. Uh, so he said uh, the third one is like I said, promote building teams and discourage solo queue. I don't know exactly what could have been done here, 
Maybe only give us access to the Overwatch League skins if you're on a team of your own found through LFG or friends made over time. Maybe give a small SR boost when you play six stack. Put it on one of the loading screens that this is a team game <laughs> to be played by six people on the same page. I mean, I think to pr promote team building, they'd have to fix the SR system so you're not penalized for that. You look kind of, that's kind of, that kind of goes yeah. back to the to the last one, right? That we were just talking about. Yep. So uh, four, add some kind of in-game resume instead of only a profile with raw data. This could be something as simple as 500 character box alongside your career profile that you can fill in about your playstyle or hero preferences, rank expectations, experience, or whatever else you deem necessary. For example, I hear people say, oh, I see you play Mercy a lot. You can have her. And the reply is, no, I hate playing Mercy, but since I flex, it looks like it's my main. That's actually kind of true. I like long walks through Watchpoint Gibraltar. I'd like to hang out in Hollywood, drink beers. Is, is that what we're talking about, profile? Yeah, that's what we're talking about, that type of profile, Bob, obviously. <laughs> uh, his next one is add clans already. Instead of us, yes. Yeah. Instead of Sorry. trying to make us make the reporting system work, stop spending money on that and put it on us. I like this guy. <laughs> Clearly, I like this guy. We will do it for free. Please give us clans. Over a very short time, Large clans would dominate, and then uh, us, then us, our own community would govern ourselves. You don't get to be the head or anywhere near the top of a huge clan if you don't know how to act. And also, these high-ranking people aren't going to let toxic players in the community. That's not true, but I'm gonna keep on going. Um, also, as others have suggested. We could have clan v clan tournaments, clan prestige, clan members helping lower members to become better. People would would automatically be better people if they know that they want in a clan or that maybe or, or they might be reported to their clan leaders. Some invisible reporting oh, what is that? Some invisible report going to Blizzard doesn't carry nearly the weight of a clan member, a clan leader coming down on you for something crappy you've done. Clans could even help with smurfing if it's frowned on. He has a lot of good points here. He does need some adjusted. Like to say that so Community policing, right? This is one of the things about community policing. Um, and just because you're in a clan or clans exist doesn't mean that everything is going to be better. People, there are huge assholes who run clans and guilds. There are huge assholes that allow other assholes into their clans because they, they hate political correctness and you can say whatever you want, you can do whatever you want here, and now it's organized. So that is a bad part of that. You want to say something, well, Bob? And if someone's really good, Mel. You're in chat. Help me out. So when we were playing, uh, when we were playing in in Wrath of the Lich King, we were in a guild. We were, it was one of the top guilds on the server. Uh, I was the number one DPS, and our team accepted a guy that was hated on the server and was just like an extreme ass because his DPS was extremely good. His DPS rivaled mine. Like we fought for number one DPS. What the heck was that guy's name? But I want, I just want to know his name, but my point is, is that we took this guy on that was a complete ass. Like he made every, every woman in our guild uncomfortable he was extremely skeevy. He was disgusting, but my my raid leaders let him in. 
because he was amazing at DPS and that type of thing is going to happen every time, you know, like, like unless a community has just a ton of really good players, like they're not going to kick Defran because he's an asshole and he's toxic. They're going to keep him because he's good. Well, that's if you have a competitive clan, right? So let's, let's view, let's, let's look at Overwatch clans, like their guilds, you know, um, well, yeah, you, that's what I'm talking about. If you have a guild. competitive clan, yes. And in and, 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 and WoW, you know, you have a raiding guild. Then, yeah, they want that good DPS. But what you're talking about is actually a bad decision from your clan leadership. And that's what I'm talking about. Just because... So, clan leaders don't actually have to have qualifications. They really don't. <laughs> you know, that's part of the issue. You can have bad clan leaders and they can make bad decisions. Your clan leader made, made a technical decision because this guy has super high dps without looking at the human element of the clan the good things that can come and we did drop server first right because he did that but it sucked it made it unfun right yeah sorry go ahead but a good clan leader like you know especially like the good part of clans i should say is that if they do take that human element into consideration then it can be a, a really strong positive force so if you take Let's say Ray from WoW Talk, her guild, Order of Corrupted Souls, it is a very uh, human-driven clan. Like, they raid and, and you know, they want to do well, but not at the expense of the people of the clan. So she would never let a huge douchebag into her clan. And if a huge douchebag got into her clan somehow, she would get rid of him. Uh, or guild, I should say, sorry. She would get rid of him pretty quickly. The stuff that he's talking about here. One, it would actually help. It would help bolster the number for Overwatch, the numbers in terms of actual people playing Overwatch, because of the reinforcement, right? So let's say you get into a clan, they enable some type of clan rewards. You know, if your clan builds, uh, uh, gets this much experience in a week, everybody in the clan gets a free loot box. You know, everybody in the clan gets, you know, something. You know, or maybe you get like you know, maybe free clan, uh, free skin, something like that. If you had some type of reward system going on for that, now you're talking Mel's language. Yeah. So you all positive t- reinforcement, right? I mean, you also have people who, and, and especially if you had that going on, you're gonna want to have people who want the rest of their clan members doing better. So they're actually gonna, you know, play with them, try to help them get better at the game to increase, you know, their numbers. You know, and also with community policing like this would actually help the community police itself. Cause he is right to a degree. The majority of clans, even if that number is 51%, that's the majority. Okay. But <laughs> the majority of clans, if you're acting a certain way, if you're representing the clan in a certain way, they're not going to want you there. And that would be a more direct, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It will be a, you know, punishment will be more direct than what happens with blizzard because he's right when you report somebody sure blizzard is emailing back if actions are taken but this person has to be reported so many times across so many games by so many different people versus if this guy is being a huge douche in a game and two or three clan members go back to the clan leader and is like yo this guy's a huge douche you gotta get rid of him you know the clan leader ousts him that guy immediately has a repercussion for his behavior well and yeah and clans are definitely going to reduce it but the guy saying like i just had to point out the guy saying that you know they they won't let it happen 
they won't let a toxic player in is not true. Like, you know, like, right. It, yeah. It, but it would reduce it quite a bit. And if I could remember this guy's name, dang it. If he hadn't been in our clan and been accepted, you know, he had been cast out of other, you know, of other guilds and his behavior was probably quite a bit better than it would have been had he not been in check with someone saying, hey, dude, you can't be doing this. If you do, we're going to kick you. He probably tempered his, you know, his normal personality quite a bit. Right. Yeah, because that's the thing. Like A lot of these people who are toxic and they say whatever they want – you know the the with Jeff, they're not like with Jeff Kaplan releases a video saying play nice, play fair. They're just like ah whatever. But if they have somebody coming to them on Discord, like look, dude, people are you, people are not happy with you. You got to cut it out. You got to chill out. Like when I used to play Counter Strike, this is early when we played Counter Strike. We had a guy on our team who was a huge dick. He was a huge dick uh, for a little bit. And, you know, uh, one of it, one of the other clan leaders kind of talked to him, like, dude, you're being a huge dick. You got to, you know, take it down a little bit. And he was like, you're right. You know, I, I do. I am being a bit of a huge dick. And he calmed, he calmed down and things got better. And that's the thing. You have another person to actually, you have a person to talk to. Like, you know, there's it's not just some invisible Jeff Kaplan in the sky, you know. <laughs> it's, a, it's an actual person that you have to answer to, you know. And, and not just that you have to answer to. But they're kind of like your friend. Like if if we if me and you were playing in a match and somebody on our team is being a dick, everybody, hey man, can you stop being a dick so much? He's gonna keep being a dick. But if somebody he's actually closer to and deals with on a regular basis might say that, it's like, all right, maybe you know, I'll I'll, I'll, I'll give it a try. You know, we'll see. I'm not saying yeah. it's the one hundred percent that's the answer, but you're right. It would it would help. It would help. Yeah, it so would, it would definitely help. But let's, I'm worried because Hearthstone still doesn't have clans, so. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, but let's move on to the negative reinforcement comment that Mel does not like. Um, Why don't we let Mel come talk about it? Negative reinforcement? Should I read it first? Should I read the negative reinforcement thing first? Or is she going to come talk? Oh, about yeah. It? Go ahead and talk. I don't think she's going to want to come. All right. So number six, negative reinforcement of reporting system will never work. I really don't know what to say here other than this is my belief. Invisible reports going to Invisible Blizzard doesn't carry much weight or consequence compared to something community-driven. Why just ban everyone instead of trying to promote that sense of accountability? That's the real problem. No one is being held accountable for anything, except for when the ban hammer comes down and it's too late. They just get another account and they just keep acting like the way, acting the way they, like they was. That's what he says. Again, please share your thoughts. Crowdsourcing ideas. And getting Blizzard, uh, getting them to Blizzard, uh, he uh, said that wrong, but getting them to Blizzard can only help us all. I love this game, and I really don't want to see it die as a community. Can't get it. There you go. There's Mel. So you want to talk to us about negative reinforcement, Mel? Okay. So <laughs> my whole point was that negative reinforcement is used completely wrong. Okay. So... The definition of reinforcement is that it increases the likelihood of the behavior occurring in the future. Okay, gotcha. Right, so negative reinforcement is still a good thing. What he's talking about is punishment. It's a punishment procedure, right? Mm, right. It's a positive punishment procedure because it's increasing the likelihood that it won't happen again in the future 
ideally, that's the goal, right? Yeah. And it's a positive punishment procedure because it is adding something into the equation. Gotcha. This is my behavior analytics side coming out because negative reinforcement isn't a bad thing. It's a good thing. Okay. Why don't you tell our audience your credentials so they're like, who is this? Who does she talk about? She doesn't know what she's doing. Tell them what you do, Mel. I do. I am a board-certified behavior analyst, um, and I specialize in analyzing behavior and evaluating the function of behavior and punishment and reinforcement, and that's what I do. So I'm a published author, okay? Hey, I believe you. you. Don't kind of get sassy with me. I'm just saying, tell the people. <laughs> I want the people to believe you. <laughs> I know. I just hate it when people use that negative reinforcement. It's just not true. Well, Positive punishment. Well, next time I will correct the person that I hear say that. <laughs> You're Thank welcome. You. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. <laughs> she gets a little fiery when talking about that stuff. Yeah. And I mean, whenever I tell her, you know, you know, someday I want to have a farm, you know, and for all the retards to run around and play in. She gets really upset with me. <laughs> the, the, the line from something about Mary. I, I bet, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Matthew, whatever his name is, the actor in that. So funny. He thinks he's being awesome. Oh, she's yeah, just, yeah, I just heard yeah, it. <laughs> she just heard it. But yeah, he, he, he thinks he's being compassionate. He's just sounding like a major douche. Yes. So it always cracks me up. So overall, I agree with a lot of the stuff in this in this post. Uh, obviously, I, I would still prefer the group SR system because that would solve my problem with that. You know, we had with Thomas. Like, I have a third account to play with low yeah. ranks that I can't even get placed ranked Dude, low. <laughs> we wouldn't even have to have extra accounts. You, yeah. me, and Timeless would just be on our main accounts, building loot on our main accounts, mm -hmm. and building level on our main accounts and we would just you me and timeless we would have a set sr that's what we are yeah be awesome yeah yeah it would be great uh okay well that's it for topics let's move into weekly updates weekly updates All right, so we're going to go ahead and I would even run through these updates. I mean, I would have known if I would have known it was your anniversary, you know, maybe we would have gone a little bit faster here. <laughs> but, well, now we decided, I mean, she recorded her podcast tonight and so did I. Like the show must go on. Wow. Well, but we decided we would celebrate tomorrow night. Oh, Although awesome. she did buy me some nice presents. Oh, that is very nice. Great job. All right, so let's go ahead and run through this anyway, though. <laughs> uh, so first we can update... Looks like, well, sorry, I shouldn't say it looks like it's coming, but the the Overwatch team, or specifically the story team, are looking to make longer Overwatch comics. Michael Chu, he had a quote, he says, I can say that we have a general goal on the comic side. We'd like to do longer comics. We feel that this will enable us to do more in-depth stories, let some of them breathe a little more. That's definitely a goal for us going into next year, so for 2018. That's great that they want to do longer comics, but doing longer comics really only matters if there's some continuity there. Wait a second. You didn't throw in my thing where they confirmed that they were actively looking to do a full motion movie or series. I didn't see that. Well, they said that it's on the table if they can get the script right, right? 
Yeah, but they're actively looking to do what I've been asking for forever, a animated series. Yeah. Well, they whether would... whether it be the Pixar version or his comment the oh, who was it? Was it Jeff? Yeah, well, he said they they're looking to do an animated movie or like some type of movie, movie the, or series. Yeah, if the script, they're just basically looking for partners, right? Yeah, if they, but also they said the script has to be right, uh, and the, what else has to be right? He said he mentioned two things. I can't remember right off the top of my head, but yeah, you're Either right. Either way, they are they are looking, but they're we'll see what happens. Still, uh, what I've been asking for forever that you've been making fun of me for. I never said they weren't going to do it. I never you know, said they weren't going to do it. Huh? You always like, Bob, still asking for this? And by the way, on the Con Before the Storm panel, Chan Man got to say it right before me. Like, when it was coming around, he was like, what I want to see is a full-blown animated series. You know, 12 episodes, 15 episodes. And I'm like, Chan uh-huh. Man, you stole my thunder. And so then when it came around to me, I'd be like, Chan Man, I'm going to ask for that forever. But I agree. <laughs> yeah, I, I said I said I never said they weren't gonna do it. I just said it was unlikely, and my reason for being unlikely is because they don't. The story is not fully pieced together, and that kind of like then they kind of let you know that when they canceled that novel because they didn't want to cement the story. So that was that's what I was saying. But back to the comics, like I said, they're gonna be making longer comics, which is great. However, um. It doesn't to me. It doesn't really matter if they're gonna make longer comics if they, if there's no continuity. The comics would be so much have so much more impact if they released one every month, and they were just they could they could be the current size, the current size of comics, and just have continuity. That would be so and much more. Yeah, impactful. we haven't seen one comic where it actually leads off where the last one ended. Exactly. Yeah, that's 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 a huge yeah, issue. That's a good point. You know, I that, mean that yeah that that would be great, but as soon as they do that, they're locked in on something like yeah. the way they're the way they're doing it now, and they're not even putting like timetables in there usually. Mm-hmm. Like so, they could do whatever they want. They could yeah. make a shift, but they did not want the one of the reasons they got rid of the graphic novels because they did not want to lock in to that story. And that graphic novel was going to explain a lot of the stuff that happened beforehand. And the relationship of our Je- of Reaper and Soldier, and we're gonna actually hop into that in a little bit here. Uh, but our next weekly update: there is a free weekend coming up. So, actually, probably I mean everybody who watches this this show, listen to this show. I would imagine you own Overwatch, but if you want to try it on a different platform, let's say you want to try it on on, on uh, if you have it on console, but you want to try it on PC, you have it on PC, you want to try it on console. The free weekend is coming up. The 17th through the 20th, I believe. And even if you have friends that you just wanted to see if you can get your friends to play, this will be a great time to get them to check out Overwatch. Um, for for PC- console players, we apologize, but you won't be able to download it until it becomes active. At least yeah. for my experience, the last time on the Xbox, that was the way it was. I looked forever that is, for a pre-download. Yes. Yep, that's how it goes. Unfortunately for Xbox player, oh, for... PS4 players, I think, are in the are in the worst shape because the PlayStation Network has the slowest downloads. But the Xbox players is actually not that bad getting the uh, you know getting the, if, the download. Yeah, if you have a good like I'm on Google Fiber, so I'm luckier than most. But I was able to download the Overwatch client 
in under an hour when I got home from work that first day and then proceeded to just want to cry myself to sleep after trying to play console. Yeah. Overwatch. So we free weekend coming up. You can get your friends to check out Overwatch. Uh, and Ja, you were saying that, uh, sorry. It's okay. Go ahead. I'm taking it off track, but you were saying that audition, you could change people's, uh, change what people said, right? Said that was a new Soon. thing in the no, patch. That, that's, no, no, no. They, that's a project that they're working on that they just Dang. played last year. And hopefully that will be out within the next year or so. But it is very interesting. Why? Do you know what that would have been good for? What? My public service announcement that I should have thought about there'd be more free weekends. So why did I say the dates? Very true. And you added, you added the mashup so well. Are you tired of, you know, like yeah, <laughs> you you made it so well, like we could have used it as a bumper for every single one going forward, and I made the mistake of saying the dates. Well, I might be able to fix. It. I'll have to take another look at it. That's a good point. I'll take another look at it. Yeah, because I mean, we could use that every time, and like <laughs> I've had so many compliments from other content creators, like other content creators, like bragging out played it on their podcast you yeah, know like, right yeah they just they just loved it and so it's just a bummer that i put the dates in it mm. oh well i'll see good point i'll bring it up i'll see if i can uh do something with it but our next weekly update is actually overwatch is being for the at the video game awards overwatch is being nominated for best ongoing game and i was telling bob earlier i'm not i'm not 100 percent sure if i can agree with that but i looked at the other nominees and here they are it's overwatch Rainbow Six Siege, Warframe, Grand Theft Auto Online, Destiny 2, Player Unknown's Battleground. All right? So we're just going to go ahead and remove Destiny 2 because it shouldn't be there. Period. Um, we're going to take out Rainbow Six Siege because Rainbow Six Siege is its just a, pop, it's a popular multiplayer game, right? It's not what I would just call an ongoing game where they're constantly adding new content and having events and stuff like that. I, mean, I, I guess actually to, don't know a lot about Rainbow Six Siege. I mean, to a degree, they, they have events and stuff like that, but it's not not the way Overwatch does. So I'm going to take that out. I'm going to take Player Unknown Battleground out because it's not a finished game. So that leaves me with three. And, and this is just my personal opinion, of course. So this leaves us with three games in that group that I think are viable for it. One will be Warframe, one will be Overwatch, and one will be Grand Theft Auto Online. It's tough, man, because well, Warframe just completely remade their game with their latest out uh, update, and it's free to play. So they 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 they're at they add every time Warframe has a new update, like they add a ton of new stuff. It doesn't repeat, you know. It's really awesome. And Grand Theft Auto Online, every like every time they release an update, I'm like, man, that makes me want to play that game. But then I remember I don't have anybody to play with, so I never play it. So it's actually between those three. I'm not 100% sure. You do know someone. Huh? Who? Thorne from Lagging Balls loves to play that. He plays it with a lot of friends. And I, me and Mel have played with Thist, Overwatch, and and, uh, and uh, she tells us all about how, like, you know, like the reason Thorne couldn't come, at, come with us that night is because he told her that he was playing... Uh, Grand Theft Auto Online, with his yeah. friends, yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, I've I've heard it's pretty cool. Yeah, I think like just Overwatch has such a huge community compared to those other two games. That's kind of the 
the issue, right? But yeah, like th- those two games have definitely, in terms of ongoing and adding things and changing things, they have made much more drastic changes. Their events are much more drastic than anything Overwatch has done. I did see. I can't argue with that because I just don't. You just know. don't know. So listen, and, but like, but dude, Overwatch, like, just think about who Zedyata was on launch. Yeah, those are balance changes then for think characters. About who Symmetra was at launch. That's another balance change for a character. And think about who Lucio was at launch. That's another balance change for a character. These other but games. But it's a major, I mean, it's a drastic change it that is. most games don't do. I mean, most games like Overwatch would have come out, and by this time, you would have people that are forgotten, players that aren't even used. And if, if dude picked them, like, we're at a spot right now where... Even Junkrat, the most worthless motherfucker ever in Overwatch for the first year, is now a badass. Like, that's, I mean, that's a different, like, I mean, that's a major difference. But players aren't coming, people aren't playing Overwatch because Zenyatta was changed. They didn't start playing Overwatch because Lucio was changed. They didn't start playing Overwatch because Symmetra was changed. Those are changes that helped people who were already playing and increased how often those characters were changed. Increased how often those players are playing. Some of those players might not even have come back had Zen not have been changed. Like Zen was their guy. That was the guy that they, you know, were like, I want to play him. And he sucked ass early on. I mean, like he was awesome at the point to where you could put your, your, uh, healing orb on Genji or Tracer and they could have it the entire time and that that's all you were was a basically vanilla wow druid where you were only good for innervate like but like they've they've really I really have to give the Overwatch team credit for really trying to make every character have a place in the game and I can't think of any one character that should never be played right now like I can't think of one character that should just be off limits. Can you think of one? No, but like, what does it have to do That's with Warframe and Grand thing, Theft right? Online? Those those games. No, but we're talking about why Overwatch is getting this oh this this award for you know the. the that's the reason is because they keep working so hard on it. I I've never been part of a game that has worked this hard. To make every character viable, it's. I mean, it's awesome. Well, their Overwatch is, is the 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 model for Overwatch is games as a service, so they're always going to be working on it. But the difference between like obviously, well, first of all, Overwatch, Warframe, and Grand Theft Auto Online are three totally different games. Uh, so it's kind of it's you can't compare true, that. True. You know what Overwatch, what you're talking about Overwatch to what they're doing. However, the updates that come out in Grand Theft Auto Online and come out in Warframe com- completely change the game in, in those aspects. They don't just add content, but they can completely Tell me the mercy change changed. the game. Tell me the mercy change didn't completely change the game. It changed all the meta. The, all, all, no, all of a sudden, the basic rule that you knew is when you're pushing at the choke and one person goes down, that's the time the team moves. That's a basic thought in Overwatch until the mercy changes. And then it, the whole game changed. That, that changes the strategy of the game. But the it's, it's game. not a conversion the whole game. of the game. It's just, it changes the strategy and how the game is played, but it's not a conversion 
of the game itself. If you want, the only thing you can compare between these three games are the events. Compare Overwatch events to Warframe events and to Grand Theft Auto events. And Overwatch events, all they do is like I'm not saying all they do ungratefully, but all they do compared to the other two is add skins, maybe add a new game mode temporarily, and that's it. But with Grand Theft Auto Online and Warframe, they are complete conversions of that game. I mean, there was one mod that came out, not one mod, sorry, one uh, event that came out over the summer that turned Grand Theft Auto Online into, like, almost a racing game with daredevil tricks and stuff like that. Like, that's the difference. Like, that, like... When they're doing events for those games, they have people who are like, okay, how can we completely change this and make something 100% new for this game that the players either haven't seen before or they haven't done before versus Overwatch where they change the scenery, they change the skins, you know, and and that's about it. They have been supporting the game. Don't get me wrong. That is 100% true. And I'm not saying they don't deserve to be in this category. My thing, like I said, I was just wasn't, I'm like, do they deserve to win in my opinion? And I am not a hundred percent certain of that. That's part, that's part of the thing, right? I'm not a hundred percent certain that they deserve to win in and, this category, but go ahead. And going, you know, another person, you know, and like another disclaimer that I play, I've played Grand Theft Auto online, but it was when Grand Theft Auto five first came out in its first year. That was the last time I played online, and then I've never played War uh, Warframe. But after your explanation, I would say one thing that compares to that is uh, is when Overwatch added the uh, the arcade, completely changed the game. There, I mean, like that's a similar that's a similar change. Uh, kind of, I mean, kind of, yeah, it did add new game modes, you know, to the game. And added a whole new situation for you to be able to pick it and everything else. And, and like, all of a sudden you had a bunch of new game modes that you never had before. Like, that, that, that was a change comparable to what you're describing with the other two games. It's kind of hard to, like, you're right, because it's kind of hard to have the conversation because you, you, you haven't played and you haven't played in one of those events. I'm trying. You know, I know. I know you're trying. It's it's kind of difficult. Like I don't know. Maybe maybe we'll, one of these days we'll stream some Warframe. <laughs> you know, we'll 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 check that out. Especially with the new update, I hear it's really really nice. So, but uh, yeah, this last thing I want to get into, and then we'll go ahead and close up, which I thought was actually pretty interesting. We just found it right before we started the show, and Jeff Kaplan did a Q and A session where he kind of talks about the relationship between Reaper and Soldier 76 and how it's not what people think. So I'll just read what he says. He says, one of the examples of complex characters that excites me that we're going to delve into that I don't, and sorry if I mess this this up because this person translated exactly what he said, including the errors. So it says, into that I don't even think our audience fully understands fully yet because we haven't explained it well yet is that like Reyes Reyes and Morrison, especially in the early days for those of you unfamiliar with the story, at one point Reyes was in charge of Overwatch when it formed, and when it became more of a thing after they defeated the Omnic Crisis. After the, they defeated the Omnic Crisis, Morrison was actually given the top position of power, and Reyes was overlooked because he was too rogue, he was too maverick, and his leadership style 
you've ruffled too many feathers. And a lot of our fans have assumed, oh, that's why Reyes and Morrison hate each other. And the story that we're developing is actually like, no, these guys loved each other and they were like, they're like best war buddies. Sorry. And in a lot of and in a lot of ways, Reyes was relieved that Morrison had to have the more political role. And like he was like kind of it's always easier being the number two guy because you're not ultimately accountable for all that. Reyes was kind of, you know, in some ways thankful and relieved. Um, and weirdly, we're going to show how that relationship ought actually was Morrison's downfall because for so long, Morrison would actually defend Reyes's questionable actions. And to us, that feels more like what would actually happen between real people unless just um, typical cliche, black and white, this guy's bad and this guy's good. You know, we want to have that depth in relationship because I think it's ultimately more relatable to all of us as kind of human beings. Like I said, sorry, that was exactly what <laughs> He said the guy translated it. So it's kind of like you and me, Joe. Yeah, I guess so. I like being this. I like being the second. Like, <laughs> I like not having all the. I like not having all the pressure on my shoulders like you do. Oh well, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> that makes everything better, Bob. <laughs> but yeah, so that's going to be it for weekly updates. I just want to bring up that last thing before we closed up here. But we are going to go ahead and close up. Actually, we do have. We, we wanted to start doing a section called community events where we mentioned some events that's happening in the Overwatch community, whether it be online or in person. Um, do you have one for this week? I do have one for this week, oh, and I forgot to pull up the exact details. Like I said, we were... Because uh, I'll, I'll add one after you. Okay. So, anyway, let me pull it up here. If you are in the Philadelphia area, this weekend, local host is hosting an Overwatch boot camp. It's a uh, part of Omnidelphia at localhost. It is Saturday at 1 p.m. Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Uh, it's actually right in Center City. If you live in the area, you know where that is. So it is in Center City, uh, PA, right on Third Street. Yeah. So there's Overwatch boot camp starting Saturday at 1 p.m. Uh, definitely check it out. I would hit up their their Facebook page first, which is I uh, just search localhost. Or it's Facebook.com slash localhost Philly. I would check that out just in case. Cause I think you have to bring something. Maybe you have to bring your own keyboard and mouse. But I other than that, I think you're good to go. But I would, if you're in the area and you're looking to play some Overwatch, maybe meet up with some some fellow gamers, definitely check it out. We go to localhost, you know, pretty frequently. I know Andres from Double Tap goes all the time. I've gone a couple times in the last few months because they do fighting game tournaments there as well. And I usually show up for that. So definitely check that out. It's awesome. Bob, you said you had one too? Yeah, I love this new segment. I'm actually involved with, with quite a few Kansas City stuff, and I'll mention that in the future when I'm more prepared. I wasn't prepared today, but since I wasn't prepared, something that anyone can do is this Friday night is my beautiful wife, Melorita's Cavalry Game Night, and you should come. Friday night, come... Uh, Send me a message, send Mel a message, and we're going to be playing some over, some Overwatch. I don't know what we're playing yet, but most likely it'll be fun, cheeky games to start, and then it'll end in comp rules. All right, awesome. So, yeah, that's like so we're going to be trying to do that every week. If you are involved with the Overwatch community and you guys are doing events, or if you know of any events going on in the area, let us know. Shoot us a tweet, and we will go ahead and we will mention it on the show. Hopefully you guys find this useful. 
Oh, I love this segment, dude, because normally I have to like say, hey, I want to mention this at the end. Remind me. But this this is great. I love this. All right. It's like Bob doesn't even have the show notes in front of him. <laughs> well, it said community events. I know, it's empty. I blank. Yeah, I know. I know. That's my fault. I fucked that up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're going to go ahead and close up. I just wanted to bring up prepare to attack. As always, we are on batch four now. Uh, batch four will be complete by this Friday. New episodes start on Thursday. So you should have episode Thursday, Friday, and probably Monday. The batch and that batch Friday will complete batch four. Batch five is probably going to be a bit stretched out, uh, and because the holiday, you know, the holiday season's coming up and everything, so I can imagine that you know everybody's not going to have the availability like we did before. So you know, check out Prepare yeah. to Attack if you're looking to increase We're, your uh, you know your playing Overwatch. I know it's drastically helped me the episodes that I've recorded and listened to. But go ahead. Oh, dude, it's helped me. It's helped me a ton, like especially the ones that I do because I really, really listen hard because I'm modding them, and like it makes me think that like if you're listening to prepared to attack, maybe you don't listen to it like a news podcast. Maybe you actually just really listen to it hard because the ones that I have recorded have been amazing, and I've been re-listening to the ones that you did. To like really take in what they're they're saying rather than kind of like listen to it passively at work, right? And man, it's helped me in every facet of the game. It's it's just amazing, and we're trying really hard to get these out. These last few ones are kind of rough. For instance, tomorrow I am going into work an hour early so that I can take a two hour lunch so that I can record the Hanzo one because he's seven hours later than me. So. I'm going to be recording at noon. He's going to be recording at 7 p.m. And we're trying really hard to get the best coaches we can get for you. And sometimes they are across the world. Yeah. Also, Leafs Rose, I recorded. So that's the episode that's coming out on Thursday. Um, I recorded that at 7 a.m. <laughs> with the day they recorded. So Bob is right. We're trying to do this for you guys because we want the best. Yeah, absolutely. So. All right, but yeah, check out Prepare to Attack. I also want to remind everybody who is not here on Twitch that we do live stream the show every Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, we also want to, and that's, that's twitch.tv slash mash those buttons. We also want to uh, hear about your Overwatch stories. So if you have any funny stories, angry stories, Whatever, any of your stories about Overwatch, send them over to us. You know, you can either, you can email them to us, you can tweet to us, whatever, just get in contact with us. You know, there's several ways to do that, and we're going to get into that. If you're on console, we do have a PS4 community and an Xbox One club. Uh, they're both called Watchpoint Radio Overwatch. I believe I am going to start taking, uh, you know, dedicating weeks to each console. Like, you know, this week I'll play Xbox, this week I'll play PS4, this week I'll play PC. We'll see how that actually works out. Um... But yeah, you can join those communities communities and clubs on Xbox and PS4. We also have a Discord. Like I said earlier, it's discord.me slash mash those buttons. We would love to have you there to chat with us. And as always, I always bring up Heroes of Overwatch, the Facebook group that has the dankest Overwatch memes and the latest Overwatch news. Uh, great community of people there across multiple platforms. So if you're looking for somebody to play with, I would highly check out Heroes of Overwatch on Facebook. Thank you for listening. 
We are available on multiple podcast platforms, iTunes, Apple Podcasts for iOS, Overcast for iOS, Google Play Music, Stitcher Smart Radio, Player.fm, SoundCloud, Podbean, and we do have an RSS feed for those of you who have a custom RSS, or a custom, you know, podcatcher, or you know, or maybe your podcatcher doesn't have Watchmore Radio on it, even though it probably does. Just search for it. We do have an We're RSS feed. Huh? We're also on YouTube. Yes, we are also on YouTube. So, um, links are available Sorry, for each you platform. You just named everything else. Yeah, links are available for each platform around the Mattress Buttons website. Uh, social media, you can reach us at twitter.com slash watchpointradio, but you can also find us on twitter.com slash MTP site, facebook.com slash mash those buttons, and youtube.com slash mash those buttons. Bob, why don't you tell them where they can find you? You can find me on Twitter at blazon underscore bob that's b l a z z i n underscore b o b you can find me on twitch actively streaming now at blazon bob all right and you can find me at twitter.com slash underscore jaw underscore that is underscore j a a underscore and i am also on twitch but i'm using the mash those buttons channel so just go to twitch.tv slash mash those buttons and uh yeah you will find me streaming there from time to time now all right and bob wants me to pump the merch it's not time to pump the merch yet bob but he keeps making (laughs) keeps doing stuff with the cup in the video and he is very distracting i'm gonna get back onto my regularly scheduled ending here um (laughs) which is actually it is time for me to pump the merch so um actually before i do that i'd like to say you know we do want to hear from you guys like i said earlier so please reach out to us with your comments and questions you can reach us at wpr at matchlessbuttons.com for email or you can tweet out to us to you know either our own twitter accounts or watchpoint radio's twitter account you know whatever we'd love to hear from you guys uh the best way to help us out if you enjoy the show and you want to help us out the best way to help us out is actually to share the show with others and uh you know others with like my likes just share the show and that's a huge help but you can also help us by giving us ratings and reviews on itunes or your podcast platform of choice another great please please we've gone four weeks (laughs) with nothing i'm not used to this like we've been getting them every week uh it's killing me please yeah. i'm not begging but i'm begging yeah i do think we have been uh we since bob's been on the show we've been consistently getting reviews so this is this is a little weird it's been a couple of weeks but you know it's okay maybe you guys you guys put those reviews up but it's nice when you do so thank you very much they are a huge help to us so thank you for everybody who has put up the reviews uh and the ratings and uh if we could get some new ones that'd be great now, another great way to help us at the, right now, uh, if you didn't hear, we are now affiliates on Twitch. So twitch.tv slash mash those buttons is a Twitch affiliate. If you'd like to support mash those buttons, uh, you can subscribe to our channel. That is a tremendous help, and we appreciate anybody who subscribes to the channel. Also, if you come into the Twitch chat, you can make it rain some bits on us. You know, make it rain those bits. That's also a tremendous help. Thank you guys very much uh, for those who want to do that. But that's awesome. Uh, additionally, we do have merchandise on the Mash Those Buttons Teespring store, which is teespring.com slash stores slash Mash Those Buttons. You get yourself a Watchpoint Radio shirt, a Watchpoint Radio mug, Watchpoint Radio hoodie. And that is a tremendous help as well. So thank you to everybody who has actually purchased merch already. And uh, we hope uh, others continue to purchase the merchandise. But all that is very helpful. Thank you 
uh, to everybody who is helping us out by sharing, purchasing merchandise, subscribing. You guys are awesome. I really appreciate it. Thank um, you so much. Yeah. So finally, I'd like to encourage you guys to check out mashesbuttons.com slash shows, which you can check out the other shows on the network, which we have a show for Warcraft. We have a show. We have two shows for World of Warcraft. We have a show for uh, Destiny. We have a show for fighting games. We have a show for The Division. Uh, so definitely check those out if you're interested in those games or topics. And with that, yeah, that's that's it for us. Thank you guys very much for listening. We got a two-hour show on a non-news week. Can't wait to see what happens when news actually starts rolling back around. But thank you guys for sticking around. We will catch you guys next week. Hi, right, Joe. What am I doing? Hoo, 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 hoo. What's it from? That's Arsenio Hall. Yeah, that's it, buddy. <laughs> All right. Show's done. Later, guys. <laughs>